Jesus were baptized into his death, we were therefore buried with him, that symbolism again, buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. This is marvelous symbolism. I just eat it up all the time. And there's a very basic symbolism that goes right hand in hand with it. The whole idea of water, that there's this cleansing, that we are sinful, broken, black-hearted people. But when we trust Jesus, he washes us whiter than snow, and we come out of the water in that symbol, and it's a washing, it's a cleansing from sin and evil. I love it. Um, there's this website called Got Questions, and I, uh, the guy's a little too reformed for me, but he's pretty good. <laughs> That's a joke, we can talk later. Uh, I love this quote from him. Water baptism symbolizes the believer's total trust in and total reliance on the Lord Jesus Christ, as well as a commitment to live obediently to him. It also expresses unity with all the saints, that is, with every person in every nation on earth who is a member of the body of Christ. I love the way that encompasses what I've said. So we're identifying as God's people. We're showing people that we've trusted in Jesus. We're dead to sin and death. We're alive in Christ. We've been washed clean, and I love all that. Now, let's make sure we're communicating very clearly. Baptism does not save, right? Baptism does not save. It does not punch your ticket to an eternity in heaven. Uh, that's just, I'm just telling you, okay? <laughs> um, so, do you have to be baptized? No, you don't have to be baptized. But here's the challenge. If anybody listening today uh, is thinking about it and you've wondered if you should be baptized, why not? Why not? So, I know that the next part that you're going to see from our candidates is what keeps some of us, uh, because it's hard to talk in front of people. And you're not sure about uh, being nervous and all that. But I want to encourage anyone who's thinking about being baptized. And we would love, we generally do this about once a year. We would love to do it more than once a year. So if, uh, if uh, you know, you're thinking about being baptized and you haven't, we'd love to entertain that and talk about that. Uh, but again, um, don't have to be, but why not? So that's a little picture, a little primer of baptism. And so in the bulletin, you'll see the names of our candidates. I'll quit saying candidates in a minute, but I just feel official to say that. Uh, and it is our practice, as I say, to encom encompass the whole picture. When you're baptized, you become one of us, you become a member. Um, huh, Dustin, I wonder if they've, we might have to have them fill out that last little thing before we will get to it anyway. But, uh, so I'll try to say this again. Uh, we count them as members after they're baptized. So like, you should come up and meet them before you grab your burger and stuff. And uh, you're right, I haven't talked about food. We'll get to that. It's after everything else. And it's, I appreciate the social, social committee doing their thing, but we'll get to that in a minute. But what we want to do next then is hear from our candidates. And uh, we already have a, a pre-described order. So because I don't want to rattle anybody's cage, I'm not going to tell you their name so they can tell you their name. And they're going to come up and share with us. And then, and I'll say this again because I'm an over-communicator and you're all used to it now. Quit rolling your eyes. I can hear it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you again, but we will then, anybody that wants to, we'll move over to the beachy area there. We'll do the baptisms in the water, and then we'll finish up the service and get to lunch. Raise your hand if you're with me. Don't raise your hand. I'm kidding. Okay. So uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to hear from the candidates, and we'll go from there, okay? So, God, we're so thankful, first of all, for what Jesus has done for us. Uh, the reminder that 
He has made a way for us to have a reconciled relationship with the God of the universe. He has made a way in spite of our sin and our brokenness and our blackness. He has washed us whiter than snow and we can die with him in, 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 uh, in death and rise with him in resurrection to new life. God, we're so thankful for that. So I pray you'd be with each of these three today as they share, as we join, uh, welcome them into our community and pray that you would bless the rest of our time. We love you in Jesus' name, amen. All right, yep. Like I said, I wasn't going to say their names so I don't rattle their cage. Good morning. I am Christopher Yutzi. I grew up in a Christian home and have loved Jesus for as long as I can remember. One way I like to worship God is through playing bass guitar on the worship team and also serving others by leading them in worship. One summer, my family went to an orphanage in Mexico on a mission trip. As we worked around the orphanage, we were told about various uh, told about various miracles that had happened to make specific parts of the orphanage work. And as we did our work, the staff were constantly expecting that whenever something was needed, miracles would happen. This made me realize that God is still very active today. Every year, our family goes on a ski trip to Colorado, and I like to look at the mountains and realize how perfect they are and how many there are. This strengthens my faith in God because nothing other than God could create this amazing earth. My father encourages me to read the Bible and pray. My parents have been amazing examples of Christ-following people, and I try to follow in their ways. I try to live by the verse 1 Peter 3, verses 8-9, through 9, which says, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. I want to be baptized because I believe in Jesus and want to know him better. Chris, it's very cool for a church to see a church kid grow up in the youth group and grow up in the, his dad's an elder. His whole family's really involved. We're glad to have Chris. Thank you for sharing. on Sundays, we go to youth group on Wednesdays. I asked Jesus into my heart many times growing up through the church. One of my favorite things I love about growing up in a Christian home was worship music. I remember when I was younger, my dad would pit, play Caleb on, on his phone every Sunday morning. I wasn't, it wasn't loud, but it would wake us up from upstairs. <laughs> My most impactful moment growing up with God was my sophomore year at SDYC. We went to workshops and we had multiple that we could choose from. And my friends and I were trying to find a workshop that we wanted to go to, but we got lost. And we ended up walking into the wrong one. At this workshop, Kel talked about how she can feel God working in her life and in others. Later that day, I couldn't stop thinking about how we got lost and ended up in that workshop and that it was God telling us that, telling me that I needed to be there to hear that message so I can learn how to feel, feel God working in my life more and in others. After that, I, can start, I started seeing him working all around me and helping me build a better relationship with him. 
Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you desires of your heart. Psalms 37, 4. Yeah. Absolutely. Another church kid. It is so cool. It's fun to hear about conference like that as well. So, um, And we look forward to many of your siblings following your footsteps. That's Gammy. Thank you for sharing. Welcome. I was baptized two and a half years ago. <laughs> By the leader of the uh, program, I'm in Omega. Pastor Case really had a huge impact on me with my walk in Christ. Um, before I came to Christ, I was an addict. I lived to find a human peace. <laughs> Even at that man hurting others, myself and God. I lived with depression and anxiety since I was small. And I have never felt comfortable in my own skin. Little I did know about God, I did not like. I thought he was the cause of my pain. I ran from him when I was hurting or angry. And I ran to him when I was peaceful. It usually took drugs to make me comfortable enough to want to love anybody. Especially God. I so badly wanted to feel different. Everyone told me that if I got on drugs and took my meds regularly, I would do much better. And I came to treatment in March of 2019 and started regularly on my medication. I also began my walk with Christ. While I was in treatment, somebody mentioned Omega. I immediately wanted to come. I was accepted. Then pastor tells me that my medication will not heal me the way everybody has been telling me. And neither will the therapy. That they will certainly help, but that I basically have to rewire my brain, or shall I say my spirit, to get healing. I was so disappointed that I finally started doing what everybody said was right just to find out that I was wrong again. But I was willing to finally get the healing, the stability I so desperately longed for. Not to mention a relationship with Christ. But if I'm gonna be honest, being cured once and for all is what I was truly seeking. Not long after my baptism and getting hands laid on me for healing, I made numerous trips to the hospital for anxiety, some of which were inpatient. 
was getting more disappointed by the moment. And finally, I made the decision to leave the program and go home and return to my addiction. And I wasn't completely clean in my stay in the program. But I decided being high wasn't the answer either. I went back again to chase my high with God. It's been two years since then and almost three years since I have been in the program. And I am just now figuring out that I'm always gonna have ups and downs, good days and bad days. That it's not about being perfect, that I am a child of God. He loves me just the way that I am. And then he wants a relationship with me. And even though I still struggle with perfectionism and with self-condemnation, I want to focus on having a relationship with my Heavenly Father. So, I, I can't resist a couple of things. Um, Lacey's a part of Omega. Omega has been a great addition to the Bueller community. And we have seen uh, the women of Omega be a part of our church. Uh, sorry, Doug. <laughs> I'll stop touching that. Um, uh, and to see an experience that we don't all share and to see how God is working in her life, just awesome. Now, I wanted to make a comment because when we talked, you, and you heard her say early that she'd been baptized before. And what she and I talked about, she said, you know, I was at a place I thought baptism would fix me. She thought it was going to be the cure-all. And then she told you about her journey and the journey she's still on. And she's at a place to say, no, now I know what it means to, fo I'm, I'm learning what it means to follow Jesus. And I want to, this baptism means something different. Do you guys, are y'all following me? Because I, I would really, you know, baptism is a one-time deal, but we are Anabaptists. So you're an Anabaptist. <laughs> okay, so that was a baby thing. But uh, I really applaud this move when someone could say, oh, I didn't understand, and now I get it better, and I want to follow Jesus, and this is a great move. And church, I've been so proud of the way we have really embraced the gap. Does anybody say gals anymore? Is that offensive? Okay, she says that's fine. So the way we have embraced them, and I love Lacey, and I'm so glad that she's going to be a part of us as well. So thank you for sharing, Lacey. So you can head over there, Chris, Cami, slowly head over there. We're going to start heading over there, and we're going to do the baptisms in the water. So, okay. And uh, I'm going to take... I'm going to take this. Uh, I'm going to take, I, I hit the button. I'm going to take this with me over there, but I'm not going to take it in the water. Because <laughs> it probably wouldn't kill me, but the, the mic wouldn't like it. So from here on, it'll, no, I'm not going to take it. Come over there if you want to hear us. And then come back and sit down because I just want to pray for the meal.
No, it's warm. Had the heater on. We preach Jesus is the only one able to uh, save and restore and redeem. Have you put your faith in Jesus Christ? Yes. And do you commit to following him in obedience as the best that you can? On your confession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. If you can hear me, thank you so much for coming. I think the day is going to get really nice for a while. We have said that swimming is not an option this year, but there might be uh, other things to do on the lawn. I don't know. But I'm looking real quick for uh, Gib or Judy or, you know what, I don't think there's going to be any instructions. We're going to just go get go food, and you can come back and sit forever. Please stay. There's enough for everybody, and it should be a very wonderful time of fellowship. So I'm going to pray for the meal. I'm going to thank you once again for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week back at church, okay? Let's pray. So, God, we're thankful for today as these three have chosen to follow you and make their commitment public. God, I pray that your spirit would fill all of them and that they would know your path and your direction. God, that they would know your presence every day of their lives. God, thank you for Bueller MB. As we have a chance now to fellowship and, and share a meal together, I pray you'd bless our time and bless this food, and we're so thankful for those that prepared it. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs> 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 he worked up to the